Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, this instant reaction podcast. My name is Peter Klein, thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, the instant maybe isn't as um, on the ball on this one necessarily as uh, in other instant reactions we've done. So here's the plan for today. Uh, first of all, if you're tuning in, thank you. Um, I do a, a regular podcast called Couch Potato Diary. This week is a little bit different. I am kind of all over the place. Um, just jobs wise. So what's going to happen today, going to do three kind of instant reaction podcasts, one on the Royal Rumble, one on the AFC championship game, one on the NFC championship game. That's going to be uh, the, the kind of three podcasts. And there's still going to be five podcasts this week. It's just three of them are today. Uh, that just makes life a whole lot easier for me. So, um, but this one is going to be all focused on the WWE Royal Rumble as uh, we go down match by match, which will be easy because there was only four of them, and break down what I thought. Uh, if you have any thoughts on this, you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show, Diary at yahoo.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you, and uh, leave a like, and uh, also subscribe. If you are uh, listening in podcast form, remember to uh, subscribe there and leave a review. And all right, let's get right into it. So uh, we will begin where they began, with the Royal Rumble match on the women's side. And this one, it just felt like everyone was just a touch off. Like even there's a couple times they're going to throw into the corner and it was like, uh, okay, now we're going to go. Like it just, the, the timing of everything just felt a, a little bit off in, in this one. And there was a lot of cool things that almost happened. Um, but overall, like I, I thought there were, there were some, obviously some cool moments. Naomi coming out number two to be able to get the, the, the big intro and all of that was really, really fun. And I, I thought pretty well done actually. Um, so that was, that, that was great. And I, I thought an opportunity to, to really like, okay, let's, let's get this thing going. And then at five, Jordan Grace comes out and that was kind of the like, oh shit. Like we had heard like Naomi might be coming back for a little bit now. I, and now I, I think I do a pretty good job of avoiding spoilers and stuff going into the, uh, going into the Royal Rumble anyway, but this was one that I did not see coming at all with Jordan Grace, the TNA knockouts champion coming down to the ring and having, um, I thought a really cool moment with Naomi, they hug and then immediately start doing the, the hockey fighting thing. That was just, that was so cool. I think the issue is that set you up for the rest of the evening where it's like, oh shit, there, this is going to be surprise, 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 surprise. And then after that, kind of wasn't. You know, like you get a couple NXT, Tiffany Stratton, Roxanne Perez. Um, there wasn't a reliance on um, on legends in this bout, which is, is fine. I think you need to have a couple sprinkled in throughout the show to to make it like, okay, this is th th this was really cool. Th this was cool that this happened. Um, and, and I think there, it, it was kind of missing that. It, it was missing a little bit of the, oh, that was cool moment of it, you know? Um like, overall, it was fine. It feels like I'm shitting on it. Overall, it was fine. Um, I, I think you come out of this one setting up a, a few different challengers in a few different situations, like that shot at the end where they're all lined up along the wall sitting and just staring at the, the eventual winner, winner, I thought was really cool. Um, but I thought the middle point of the match kind of dragged with the Nia Piper Niven stuff. Like, the, the stuff with Chelsea Green was actually really funny. Um, but I, I thought, like, having the two giants in there it's like, it's cool for a little bit, but then they were just in there for a while. And it just, it just dragged. All of it just dragged a little bit. And that was a problem for me. So 
that, um, I, I thought they, they kind of needed to get rid of one of them, and one of them needed to uh, eliminate a bunch. Like, it just, it felt like the whole match, there was just too many around. Um, but then you get down to the end, and all of a sudden, like, okay, things are going well, this is, like, we, we've started to pick things up a little bit, um, and that really turned when Jade Car Carkill came into the match, and I just said you, you needed a, okay, that was cool. That was cool. Um, I watched the, the the rumble with two people who wouldn't have known Jade Carhill from a hole in the wall, and both of them immediately were immediately were like, "Whoa!" And it's something we've talked about on here for a little bit from the very first time Jade Carhill debuted. It was like, "Star." We we've been saying that on this show basically any t since I've had a show like Jade Carhill. You put her on a poster, people will show up, and the the, the Royal Rumble I I thought was kind of proof of concept of that. Um, and she delivered, right? Like she, the, the body slams with Naya, and that was when things really started to pick up. It's like, okay, we, we have another challenger here. And by the end, when it was down to three and she was one of the two, she felt like she was a big deal. And it was like, yeah, she's just going to fucking win this thing. That That is, that is what it felt like with Jade Carkill in there. So perfect introduction, um, perfect way to kind of tailor to her skill set, and Sky is the limit with Jade Cargill in, in WWE. Couldn't be happier for, for how they kind of showed this and how they um, presented this character and this particular star. And I I I, I used star on purpose. Uh, that was, it, it was a star-making night. Like, it, it was just, I, I won't forget that reaction. A couple of my buddies just like, oh, that, that that's that's different. Like, that is, that is a somebody who is coming down to the ring. And she she backed it up in the ring, which was was really great. And then by the end, it's like okay, she might actually do this. Um, they they presented Liv Morgan like she was a big deal coming out thirtieth, and like oh wow, okay, this is a big return. Here comes Liv. And then in, in the end, um, you have all three of them out on the um, all three of them out on the the the, the, the rail um on the apron, sorry. And it, it just it was it was a really really cool thing. So that was. That was a, a, a fun kind of, uh, um, that was a, a fun kind of way to, to close out the Rumble, and I thought Bailey uh, being the winner, just absolutely deserves it. Bailey was so good in her role uh, throughout, like, I, I don't love this character as much, but I'm not supposed to, and, and she plays it so well, and she has gone through so much in her career, to get to this point now of being the Royal Rumble winner is just the best, and I am so happy that Bailey gets this opportunity now to be the um, to to be main eventing here at uh, a WrestleMania, and I think it creates some interesting options. Obviously, I think it'll probably be her against uh, EO Sky. I, I think that setup will be great, and I think that match will be really, really great as well, and an opportunity to to further elevate EO Sky, who I, I think has had a damn fine championship run. The one where I was a little bit, huh? Bailey kind of or um Becky, sorry, Becky Lynch kind of felt like a bit of a non-factor in this particular Royal Rumble match, and that's disappointing. Um, I, I'm, I'm not saying like, okay, well, now this is just a mid-card character or anything like that. It was just for someone who a lot of people thought would win this thing, she was just kind of there for me, and um, that's not the Becky Lynch character ever. But overall, like I said, it, it felt like there were a, a couple beats away from some really, really cool stuff happening, but overall, a, a fine Royal Rumble. We then get into the Fatal 4-Way match for the WWE Undisputed, although kind of disputed, Universal Championship, with Roman Reigns defending against Randy Orton, LA Knight, yeah, and AJ Styles. Um, it, this was fine. 
No one at all was going to believe that Roman Reigns was going to lose, but then Randy Orton does the three RKO spots, and it's like, oh, the, the crowd bit. People thought, like, man, Randy Orton's going to do it right here. Randy Orton is going to be, oh, he kicked out a two. They, they got you to buy on that one near fall, which is all they needed to do, and Randy Orton um, got, got them to do that. But overall, this was a, a, a fine match. Um, it's just... It, it very much felt like filler that Roman was going to win this and then whoever, whether it's The Rock or whoever wins up winning the Rumble, which we'll get to in a sec, um, that, that's who it's going to be. So it was a tricky one. Um, I, I thought the next match, the U.S. title match, was a lot of fun. And th there's the um, kind of smoke and mirror stuff, although Logan Paul doesn't really need it. Like, I I am not a fan of Logan Paul, the person at all, or the, the, the brand or anything like that, but... He has taken this seriously, and he works in the world of professional wrestling. Like, it just, he is remarkably hateable, and is really good at all of this being athletic stuff. But, uh, he and Kevin Owens, I thought, put on a, a great show in this bout, and I thought really, um... Yeah, just it, it was just it was fun, and then you get some of the the, the the stuff at the end where guy comes out with brass knuckles. Um, that they're still able to to get it to Kevin Owens with, with Theory and Waller coming down, so you include them, and then the the Kevin Owens he clocks him with it, but forgets to hide them, and it perfectly shot, perfectly lined up with the camera, and th this is the stuff about WWE man. At a movie, or on a movie set, they would have taken hours to, okay, we're going to line this up perfectly, get the light, whatever. WWE is doing it on the fly, and to be able to do that was awesome. Um, great work. Great, great, great work there. And um, Kevin Owens gets disqualified, so Logan Paul lives to, to fight another day as United States champion, as the dastardly heel um, get, gets his comeuppance, but gets to leave with the championship, so it doesn't real, really feel too satisfying. I thought it was fine. Some people complaining about it online. P there are gonna people be people who complain about every non-pinfall or submission finish. I thought this was a really good use of a disqualification finish in this bout. And then we get to the Men's Royal Rumble. And this one also, it just felt a little underwhelming. You know, like, you didn't have any of the big... You, you have Andrade, which, which was cool, right? But... Um, like Carmelo and Braun Breaker coming up for uh, as NXT call-ups, it's fine, but we don't feel about them the same way we felt like when Adam Cole came up um, from the Royal from NXT for the Royal Rumble. It's like, man, Adam Cole, baby, is in the Royal Rumble. How cool is this? You know, like you you didn't get that feeling. It was just like, oh, these guys are maybe gonna get called up soon, so that's cool. That that that's basically what it felt like. So th this one. Um, I thought could have used a, a legend or two popping into this match to just kind of give it a bit of life in some spots. Because you got to 20 and I was like, oh, this is kind of almost over, hey? And that th that was a bit too much. But it's always like, people will always talk themselves into it, right? Like, man, MJF's not on the AW roster. Is MJF going to come out? The Rock. Are we going to see The Rock? And I, I bit on it too a little bit this year. With The Rock and with MJF. Um, you you kind of figured Okada, we talked about this in the preview, Okada probably wasn't going to be there, although the way the messaging was set around the, the Corquin Hall dates was really weird, and it kind of felt like a, hey, you guys weren't supposed to say that this was his last match, this was supposed to be a surprise kind of thing. Um, so it kind of felt like maybe something was being set up there, but you, you can talk yourself into it, because there's 30 different guys coming out, and every so often there's an AJ Styles. 
ever so often there's like, oh wow, Booker T's back. Oh, Kevin Nash is back. Look at this. This is great. Um, every now and then you get those where it's like, this is sweet. This is really cool. And so you can talk yourself into it. And then 30 comes in at Sami Zayn and it's, oh, I was kind of expecting a, if you smell, you know, you, you, you talk yourself into it at the, the Royal Rumble, but, um, it, it, it makes for, it, it makes for setting yourself up for disappointment a fair amount. Uh, Andrade ba- being back is pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited to see where he kind of fits in, in, in everything. Um, I, I don't really know what the exact fit is at the moment, but I, I'm excited to see where where he goes. Uh, Pat McAfee coming in that that was pretty funny. Like it, the the, the Omos and Braun Breaker. Like no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. That was great. I am so done with Omos. He comes back for the Royal Rumble. It's oh man, this guy could be the old boy, and it just like he he. It's easy to hide him in that, so it's like maybe he's gotten a little bit better. And look, like I even thought like Omos against Brock Lesnar was fine. And it, it it made you think like, maybe there is something to this guy, but then he's just gone for forever. And then he comes back around this time and it's, oh my gosh, Omos is back for the Royal Rumble. And it's just, it's the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And eventually it's like, I need to see, I need to see you do anything. And so to have a big chunk of this match centered around Omos kind of made it feel a little bit underwhelming. Um... Other thoughts here. Oh, yes. Uh, Braun Breaker. Uh, Braun Breaker felt like a big deal right away. Like I said, him coming in as the the, the surprise was a little bit like, huh. Okay. Um, but he felt like a big deal. Like he, he felt like he belonged and he felt like a star when he came out and started wrecking shop. And it sounds like, uh, uh, depending on what you believe, and I, I have a tough time believing a lot of the, the reporting online, not because it's bad reporting or anything like that. It's just, we've had a long time of bad reporting. And so it's, it's difficult to like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, for storyline stuff, I'm just gonna wait and see. Um, but it sounds like maybe we're going to see Braun against the, the, the judgment day. I love that as an opening for him. I said before, he is ready to be called up. So I'm, I'm happy. And he, he felt like a, a bit of a star there. And so we're, we're whittling it down. And then we get down to the two and it's Cody against punk. And for the second year in a row, the final two delivers, uh, last year it was Cody against Gunther. This year it wasn't as good, but the intrigue was more, um, Last year, it was about making people believe that Gunther was going to be the winner. This year, you didn't know who it was going to be, so you didn't have to to make people believe that at all. And in the end, it ends up being Cody for the second year in a row, and there's no Rock involvement, so it feels like there is a straight shot of Cody taking on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. We'll see what happens between now and then, but it feels like it's opened up for, for that. On the CM Punk side, I came away from this a little underwhelmed. Um, this is another time where he's been away for a little bit and come back and look, he's in better physical condition than I am, but I'm not putting myself on TV. He did not look like the star that we're, we're, we're having be hyped up, you know? And this is a difficult thing now because when like Hulk Hogan comes back in 2005, all he's got to do is big boot and leg drop and people lose their minds, right? Like you, you get Undertaker come in, uh, just rolls the eyes back, does one old school, maybe chokeslam tombstone and we get stoked. For CM Punk, what we loved about Punk is that he was a better wrestler than anyone. Also on the mic, for sure on the mic. And we're going to get that. And we're going to, he's going to talk us into to being excited about it. But to deliver the full CM Punk nostalgia, it's got to be an excellent match. And there was no point in this um, Royal Rumble match where it was like, 
there he is. CM Punk is back. It, it was just like he, he was there at the end. And then they, they do a bit of a back and forth, but nothing in there felt like crisp or anything like that to make you think like, man, I am excited to see CM Punk again. So he now needs to have, I think, a blow away performance to make us feel like genuinely like, okay, the, the guy who we were so excited about is all the way back. Um, it just, it wasn't there for me. But overall, like, I thought Braun was elevated from this. I thought McIntyre came away from this a little bit elevated. I didn't get the same sense as Gunther. I think they're gonna need to do a little, like, there needs to be an elevation and a change in this character now. Instead of just, this guy's been the, the, the Intercontinental Champion for a thousand days, or whatever, 500 days, and he chops people really hard. Because it's, it's, we have now passed that. There needs to be an elevation of this guy, an elevation of this character. He needs to be in the main event scene now for us to believe that we is, that he is a main eventer. Overall, though, it was like three and a half hours very well spent. It was a fun show. There's a couple team, couple things that I'm critiquing, but overall, it was a really, really fun show. So that is your instant reaction, kind of instant, for the Royal Rumble. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, remember to like this video and subscribe to the channel. Make sure if you're listening in podcast form, you subscribe there and leave a review. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKline, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary, at yahoo.com. Um, you can find me talking about the NFL in just a few moments. It's going to be a lot like this the rest of the day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will talk to all of you later.